Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast, creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. We are rolling through the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> woot, woot. Yeah. We're almost there, guys. We can do this. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> Second Peter, the, earlier in the week, I thought, is I was going to actually Google search Second Peter to see least read book in the Bible and see if like Second Peter, Second Peter hit that. Up. Yeah, and then I started reading through it. I'm like, oh no, like no. I know. well, I don't know how read it is, but man, there are a lot of verses that we that we pull from. So uh, Delhi's in studio today. Josh, yeah. I'm Andy. Good to be with Hello. everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Second uh, Peter, and then I was looking at. Uh, you know, as, at Christway, if you're not familiar with this, we we um, preach from the upcoming five uh, chapters in the week, and so uh, pretty shortly, uh, uh, Kelsey's going to be speaking, and she's going to have Second uh, John, Third John, Jude, and two chapters of Revelation. She's going to get to pick from four different <laughs> books. <laughs> I think she should actually just do them all. Yeah, right? just preach from everyone <laughs> on the slide. Yeah. Yeah. So, Second uh, Peter uh, preached from it Sunday uh, as James pastored the church in Rome. I mean, uh, Jerusalem. Peter pastors the church in uh, in Rome, and I uh, in these books, it's Silas who's helping him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all these co-ops where they're writing writing together. So, um, let's dive in. Like, what's hitting you as we uh, as we look at this second? Second edition. The second book, yeah. The second email that he sent. <clears throat> um, for me, I so right off the bat, uh, you know, in the first, I, I actually have it like super scribbled and highlighted here on the on these first like verses three to to ten, and uh, I just love I love um, Paul does it a lot like these progressive kind of thoughts where it's like uh, this and then this and then this. Like if you have this and then add to that, you have this and then add to that. I'm just thinking of, um, and so in this one, in verse uh, verse five, it says, for this very reason, um, you know, all the things he's talking about before, um, add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love. And so um, I'm just thinking about that, just that progressive thought that I always, I always love. And, and most of the time, it usually actually ends up with love <laughs> right. a lot of times. So um, I just think about um, how is that growing and increasing, right, in, into my walk, into being discipled by those things and, and pushing myself into those next stages even, um, I don't know. That's just what I, I just love about this, and and it, but it always comes down to love, really. Like um, with all of it, like that's the overarching thing, the bottom line. Yeah, it seems like either the start is love, start with love and do this, or you do these things and you land in in loving yeah. Yeah. people. Yeah. I mentioned it Sunday, uh, and I I've said it for years, not referencing Second Peter, but uh, people talk about you know the Bible and what you need and working through it, and reading everything. I said you know. I, I think I know a, quite a bit of the Bible. Uh, certainly, can recall quite mm-hmm, a bit of it, mm-hmm. and I could just tear out Philippians chapter two. I could just take a Bible and tear out Philippians chapter two, 
and that would keep me busy the rest of my life, mm-hmm. right? Letting this mind be in you, which was in Christ, those kinds of things. And I, this uh, verse five is very similar, mm. right? So when we're searching and hustling and wondering and whether you're young or old and you're, you've, or you've been living for God a minute or a long time and you're like, well, what should I do and what next? And it's so overwhelming to read the scriptures. I know there are some, I know there are some new believers listening uh, to this podcast today because you, you told me you do. And I mean, brand new, like help me find the books in the Bible, brand new. Mm-hmm. And so dialing in here in Second Peter, in verse five, six, seven in there, mm-hmm. like it's just a couple of verses and it's stuff to pray about, yeah. stuff to work on, stuff to cultivate. You don't have to know the whole book, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mine says adding, uh, it says complementing your basic faith. Such a great language, yeah. right? Com- <laughs> yeah, basic faith, and then complement it with good character, spiritual understanding. How long we've we been working on that? Forever. I know, really, right? Yeah, and this isn't something that you necessarily nail. And I think we'll talk about this through here. Like he's saying, uh, at one point, uh, uh, just real quickly down in verse twelve, he says, "I know you practice this stuff inside out. Mm-hmm. Like you, you got it locked on." And so I'm not going to let up for a minute and calling you to live it, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, there's this stuff that's ongoing, this mm-hmm. spiritual understanding, alert, discipline, passionate, patience, reverent wonder. And I think what might be cool if you're trying to develop this in your discipleship, your own personal growth, not just the verb, I mean, uh, not just the noun, but the adjective, mm-hmm. right? So uh, developing wonder, but a reverent wonder, mm-hmm. not just friendly, but a warm friendliness, right? Mm-hmm. And these adjectives just. Add a whole nother dimension. Yeah. Or do you, what version you read in there? Uh, this is my version. It's the one I read. My version. <laughs> this is the message, man. Yeah. You know, the message. Yeah. There you go. That's okay. Yeah. yeah, and the message at the end of that in verse 9, the end of that list, it says, without these qualities, you can't see what's right before you. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, you know, even even in my walk, as I started to learn as a child and then and then you know, came back to really walking with the Lord as, as an adult, sometimes there's just stuff you, you just can't see. And I think this is it's almost like, hey, just work on this stuff. And these qualities that, that are built in you allow you to see mm-hmm. what's right before you. And then you can look back. It continues to says, oblivious that your old sinful life has been wiped off the books. So we don't live in the past. I think Andy said it on Sunday, the only thing that can keep you from the love of God is your past. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's yeah. where this connects is, is get rid of that. You know? Yeah. They've been cleansed. Mine says they have been cleansed from yeah. their past sins. Exactly. Is, yeah. yeah. Just awesome. I've, referencing back to, because he does start off that verse five with, for this very reason. So, I, you know, for, for what very reason, right? Like uh, we go, that's where I go back to three. He's talking about his divine power has given us everything that we need to for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us and then continuing he says through these he has given us a very great and precious promise so i'm just thinking about they're they're just gifts right like these are gifts this divine power this this nature that i even think of the holy spirit sure it is spiritual yeah Yeah. right that's that's given to us it's a gift Mm -hmm. and then out of that gift for the very reason Make you add to the add to your faith those I think spiritual fruits those spiritual things that are going to just culminate right that have that are inside of you 
because they're not from me, me, right? Like goodness, the first one is goodness, right? Like goodness is not coming from me because most of the time what's coming from me is malice <laughs> and envy and uh, self, <laughs> you know, self-deception, all those things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, I think that's, uh, it, to me, a little convicting even, right? Convicting, like how, how am I like abiding in that? I'm just also just going to throw on abiding, right? Because John 15, some of the young adults that might be listening, we've been going through that. And just thinking about what is, what is abiding in Him, yeah. and then how does that cause you to bear fruit, right? Like, so I'm just thinking about about how that just ties in right here to what Peter's Peter's talking about. So there's this dimension of both, the, like the counterintuitive part where I don't really necessarily do anything; it's miraculously given. Yeah, I receive. I know the source, mm-hmm. right? I can rest in that. It's a promise. All those things. Then there is another side of that quarter mm. where I am involved mm-hmm. and I'm thinking of the Maverick City concert we went mm-hmm. to, the guy that preached. Shut up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Family. The guy that the guy that preached uh uh in the beginning, right? Yeah. And he's he's uh he says, God does the super, we do the natural. Mm-hmm. And then Worship with dirty hands, right? You 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 combine those things together, mm-hmm. where yes, it is miraculously given, and yes, I am a steward of that, and yes, I can close the noise in my life. God, God can God can talk all day long, if the noise in my life is so loud, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm not doing anything uh, disciplined enough to just say no, mm-hmm. like I'm going to shut off, I'm going to shut off the noise, and yeah, so mm-hmm. allowing. Both of those things uh, to come to come together mm-hmm. at the same time, and realize he's the source. It's purely miraculous, great and precious promises. This one says uh, terrific promises, right? These things that are given to us, mm-hmm. and realizing that he's the one that starts the work, he's the author and the finisher. But I can certainly unplug myself. Yeah, yeah. How how was that? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna pose a question. How was that? I guess you guys are older than me. Um, how does that? Always, I just always got to start with that. How was that? I guess formed or been shaped in like walking in that. I guess you know. I mean, you guys are probably doing it a little better than you did twenty years ago. Something. Uh, like, yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, well, okay, so maybe not. Okay, all right. Well, I definitely also am. an encouragement. Well, he's just <laughs> well better than we did when we were twenty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bar was on the ground. Right, I mean, it's pretty low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going through some of that right now mm. where I'm trying to be quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm actually trying to access the change of God, not just his face and relationship. I'm actually trying to access the change your DNA spirit of God and change my life. Heal me, uh, empower me, revolutionize my soul mm-hmm. from sitting silently. That's hard. That uh, that's a, it's at this For very me. minute that's the space that I'm in <laughs> yeah. in my life right now in my in what God is calling me into, mm. it's that it's it's cut the busy, cut the noise, and I feel I'm being drawn into mm. this space where the work for me is sitting, mm-hmm. shutting all that off. I love the Lord. It's not a hard thing to surrender. I I don't mistrust God the the space of just sitting and then this belief that I feel drawn into this thing where 
these spiritual things will happen because I am in his presence. Mm-hmm. And I mean just literally just sitting in his presence, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to play out. Mm. But that's way different yeah. than the drive, busy. So I do it way better than I used to. Mm-hmm. And I'm still feeling drawn into those spaces. Yeah. You? Yeah, I think it's it's a... Uh... I guess it, I would call it a revelation of what's at stake. You know, verse 12 says, because the stakes are so high, even though you're up to date on all this truth and practice and practice it inside and out, like Andy said, I'm not going to let up for a minute in calling you to a, attention before it. I, uh, I guess for me, it's been a, a gradual understanding that there's so much more at stake just for me personally, just in my not not for our, how I affect anybody else, yeah, right. and that is important. Yeah. But for my own heart, for my own daily life, uh, because then that translate on how do I treat my family, how do I treat my friends, mm-hmm. how am I serving? Am I serving with contempt, or am I serving for the joy of serving the Lord? So I think what Andy's saying is is sitting in that silence and solitude, or and shutting the noise off. Um has become easier for me because of the revelation of what, how it affects me. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and certainly my occupation helps that a lot. But um, I think even in the busyness of corporate world, world where I lived in, it's just difficult. It, yeah. it just, it's hard. I'll tell you so. something. When I was a, a younger, meaning even in my 30s, um, I would... I would, uh, we moved a lot, right? So we would redo houses. I painted a lot of rooms. (laughs) And what I came to understand after many, many years of this happening, I would paint these rooms. And while I'm in there, because I'm by myself, Mm -hmm. and a lot of times I don't necessarily have music going, I'm just painting. The greatest realization that I got in those moments, hours of doing that, what was in there, man, all the noise that came out. And all the and I, I became aware of things that I was uh, had shame over. Mm-hmm. I became aware of things people I people I was angry with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the the monologue dialogues that happen in my head while I'm in there rolling a ceiling. Yeah, it was yeah. bizarre. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I gave myself space. I wasn't busy, and all that stuff that was there just started coming out. Now I guess it's good that it came out. Right now I can see it and address it and forgive people and repent myself and all the things that need to be done. But it's in those, these quiet spots where now you're in that space and what's coming up, the, the, the cleansing of what's coming up. Right. And, and the, the joy, as you mentioned, and the worship Mm -hmm. that happens out of that spot. And it, it is as if it is as if when I'm in a, a, a quiet space and I'm asking the Lord, I'm not talking. It's no utilitarian anything going on, mm-hmm. no language. Uh, I'm simply, I just want to be present and open, do whatever you need to do in my life. Mm-hmm. Heal me where you need to heal me, yeah. touch where you need to touch me, and just uh, this warmth and depth uh, connection. It's almost like a download happens in, yeah. in you, like a transfer <laughs> of, uh, of strength, and then that that feels so incredibly supernatural. And I've been in the body shaking, uh, you know, goosebumps literally in the space, mm. angelic presence and those things, all that, you know. 
different and even deeper. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, just has this, yeah. it does, it just has this. It's more personal. It is, it is, and letting the Lord do that. So, I, I, I mean, what I'm hearing to, from both of you is putting yourself in this posture, in this position of like just really surrender and willingness and vulnerability to what, what the what the Holy Spirit is speaking to you and being willing to obey even mm-hmm. because because sometimes you know like I I've, I know for myself like why is the Lord not speaking to me you know like speak to me Lord come on you know like tell me something show me something you know but in 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 a sense where I'm where maybe I'm not uh, willing to receive or, or what what it is that's being spoken even like I want to hear and then okay but yeah I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and not being willing to actually like be open to receive what what is needing to be pruned, <laughs> what is needing to be uh, altered, uh, what is needing to be uh, just convicted of, whatever that is. I don't know. That's why I just that this willingness is what I'm hearing you guys both saying. I don't know. That's that's one of the first you, steps. Even don't don't you think trust is such a big part of that? It it when, is it. I think when it you're is. in that space, <laughs> it is that. Yeah, it's, and and. I think for, from my experience, you know, for me, uh, I guess even as a man, I think I, I, I have to be, I have to give that trust to him. Because mm-hmm. uh, when I hold a little bit back, then those moments, even if I put myself in a place of solitude and rest, it, they, they just aren't the same. Mm-hmm. It's when I say completely openly, yes, I trust you. Yes, I want to hear you. Um, yes to whatever you're going to say then that's when they become very personal yeah and probably transformational um if i'm holding back or i'm thinking i I know i'm not going to like what he says (laughs) then it's probably not for me i mean it's just not as deep it's not as not as as whole as it could Mm -hmm. be and that's totally me Mm -hmm. putting a wall up right Mm -hmm. so that's uh, in my whole life. That's been the the hardest thing for me is to just let go of everything, not even knock the walls down, and to to not only God but others of just saying I'm going to be vulnerable. So, uh, as uh, men of Western civilization, that's a hard thing sometimes at, at all. Yeah, and I, I what I'm what I'm hoping for is not just the vulnerability in the moment on the pillow, yep, right, sitting in the floor on the pillow or whatever the vulnerability that I so deeply want to take with me as I get off the floor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get up out of the chair, right? Um, and offer to others, I think, even at times. Last week, I, uh, you guys know this, I was so sick, man. I, I, I thought it was food poisoning. It just hung on for a week, so I'm not sure food poisoning hangs on for a week. So maybe a virus or something. I was, and I was begging God to take my life, right? Well, it was horrible. And... When those moments have happened to me uh, uh, three times I can remember specifically, and I hate them, right? I, they are so painful and horrible. But spiritually, they are so good for me. Mm. Oh, man, they are so good for me. And, and because they absolutely strip me down mm-hmm. to nothing. Yeah. Nothing, like, come on. Not to get ignorant, but you know, you're laying on the floor begging to die. You're nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're yeah. Just, oh man. And it's so good for my spirit. And it's so good for my walk with God. And and I come out of the, and I'm in that spot right now. I come out of those places and I'm like, Lord, 
please help me stay in this. And I use the word vulnerable mm-hmm. and broken mm-hmm. and these open places. I don't want to get strong. I told Melinda that the other day. I'm like, I don't want to feel strong again. Like, I don't want to, because when you're, when you're me, my, my, uh, kindred folk, <laughs> my kin folk, when you start getting strong, you get stupid. You, know? <laughs> you, say, you say and do dumb things. Yeah. Right? So, I works of the flesh manifest. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want that, you know? And, and, and just the, 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 the beautiful abandon, uh, that that we have i came across a phrase recently called benevolent detachment and i wouldn't have known what that was the way they defined it was you give all the things you love to the lord everything every person every issue everything and you open up that space where you just detach from all those and give those to the love of the lord um super i mean super powerful when it's grounded in trust Mm -hmm. And I would say also not, I said it earlier, not some utilitarian deal where, you know, I'm doing this to serve an end. Yeah, to find something. To find something, to use it, to preach about it, yeah. to what, whatever. But just be in that space. I've heard it said that, you know, you put those, yourself in those situations to find someone. You know, you're, you're really literally searching for the heart or the face of God. I mean, it can be explained in different ways, but you're really trying to connect. Yeah. And you're being as open as you can for that connection with him and nothing else. I and was recently brought to current uh, Kings 19. Um, Elijah, Elijah was so, uh, so self-focused. I mean, he did some rear end kicking on the mountain, right? <laughs> and then so self-focused. It's so funny to me, man. Jezebel says, you know, you killed all the prophets. What was it, 850 guys? Yeah. Or not necessarily he did, but 850 were killed. And she says, may the Lord do to me <laughs> if you're not like those prophets tomorrow. And he gets scared and takes off. That's bizarre in itself. Yeah. And then he runs, and then he's got this pity party thing going, and he's very self-focused, and he goes, the Lord takes him to a mountain, and he sees, what does he see? The wind and the earthquake and the fire and all these things. And, and you guys know the story. so. It's the silence. In the silence, he hears the voice of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think when you guys are saying that, these, this thing that just grows out of you, right? Like when you're seeking his face and then these things just start to happen. Um, I mean, I, it just, I was looking at what we were saying is in verse 8, for if you possess these things, which again, from his divine nature, from seeking his face, if you possess these things, um, these qualities in increasing measure, it will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of the Lord. And I was just thinking about ineffective and unproductive. Like we want to be effective for kingdom. We want to, and sometimes I think being busier, right? Being busier and doing more and seeking after more things, but really it's, it's drawing back and finding his face and seeking his face and sitting in his presence. And those things are what's, it's countercultural, right? Like, in order to be busy and productive, you need or be to be successful, you need to be busier and more productive. <laughs> not you need to go over and take a nap on the cat not a nap, but you know, you need to go sit and, and meditate on just one verse, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and just sit and try to wrap your mind around the fact that the creator of the universe is your father and just you know, just sitting in that, right? Like is yeah. it, like you said, you don't want to get strong. You know, you don't you want to sit in that 
dependent state of his spirit and his voice and his leading. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking of that. Amazing. The version I memorized as a kid says you're, you will not be barren nor Mm -hmm. unfruitful. And the fruit that we're looking for, that's, I think what's probably clear is you, you got to plug into the right source to get the right fruit. Mm -hmm. You'll get fruit from effort. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll get, we'll get fruit from that. Mm -hmm. Results from it, but what's the fruit that? And I believe the promise. I don't recall where the promise says, you know, you'll bear much fruit and it will remain. That's ever bearing. That's yeah. what I'm wanting, right? And we were we were this week we were reading Ezekiel 47 about the trees planted by the river mm-hmm. that give fruit in their season, right? And the idea of um, and and the end game. I mean, I want the Lord to use all of us and bless people and touch people and help people. But I came across something recently. I don't recall where I was listening to this. Melinda was listening to it and I heard it, um, that this walk with God is not so much about changing the world, but changing us. Mm -hmm. And then that change Mm -hmm. is what changes other people, Mm -hmm. right? They see something, uh, different. And I think all three of us for sure have found that that, the source of that difference is not us. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think for those listening, I think I was just prompted to to challenge you almost to uh, to pray pray this prayer. Just pray a prayer, Lord. I want to be completely dependent on you. Mm-hmm. And when you pray that um, with an open and willing heart, and He knows your heart, it will produce fruit. It, it, it is a prayer. I've, it's an experience of my own life that changed me. Mm-hmm. Um, it does come with warning, however, that <laughs> things may change, uh, maybe not like you were thinking. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, it's, if it's resonating in your heart and you're hearing this, then I would suggest you pray it, but mm-hmm. know that, that God will answer prayer, mm-hmm. and He does answer prayer. So you your prayer was... What's the prayer you're directing them to pray? My prayer was, um, I started praying, what I would direct you to pray is, uh, Lord, make me completely dependent on you. Completely dependent. Yeah, mm-hmm. make me completely dependent on you. So yeah. uh, careful to, to make any sounds for the story that I'm about to tell, okay? I don't want to incriminate anyone here around okay. the microphone, all right? All right. Mm-hmm. So um, there is this idea years ago, I mean, Melinda and I had been married a couple months, and I was in a church in New England, and it was a lot of young guys that were aspiring to ministry and things like that, you know, and they had a chair in the middle of the room and a bunch of guys standing there, you get to sit in the chair and they pray over you. So, uh, whatever you want to, you know, whatever your request was. So I sat down and I prayed, I said, uh, I want you to pray that God humbles me. Hmm. And the pastor's like, Oh no, Smitty. He said, you don't want that, buddy. <laughs> I said, I said, no, in fact I do. Yeah. He said, no, 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 man. Let's, let's pray that the Lord helps you humble yourself. And that's why I said, please make no sounds during this because I'm taking this somewhere. Uh, I'm like, I don't want the Lord to help me humble myself. That could take 35 years. And, and this is probably the bow on the whole thing we're talking about today. And I trust him. Yeah. Right. So help me be completely dependent upon you. Mm -hmm. Bring whatever you're going to bring, whatever I need. Whatever you think I can do for your kingdom, whatever I can shoulder, because I trust you. Mm -hmm. I'm not actually afraid of you humbling me. 
Because first of all, you love me more than I love me. <laughs> so I have come to trust you. And that, that happened years earlier where one of my pastors, we had, a, we had a guy in the church that was in a horrible, horrible car wreck, just thrown and mangled and hurt all. I went in uh, Johns Hopkins in Baltimore and the guy had pins everywhere. And we walked in, I walked in with the pastor and this guy leaned over and he literally says, I'm ready. Mm. I'll go. That kind of thing. And I didn't know what he was talking about. So found out, you know, he's, 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 he was a carpenter construction guy. He's supposed to do missional work and he just wasn't doing it, put it off and off. And so he connected that with getting thrown out of the car. He's like, okay, I'll go. Right. And so I'm walking out to the street and I made us, I remember being on the sidewalk in Baltimore and I made the statement to the pastor. I'm like, man, I ain't going through all that. You know, Lord help me humble myself. He turned on me. He's a big dude. He turned on me, and I think he tried to take the tip of his finger and put it through my sternum, <laughs> out my back. Like, he just went boom, boom, boom on my chest. I, like, in his face, he's like, you don't trust your father. He just rep- he rebuked me, man, right, yeah. on the, right on the corner downtown Baltimore. And from that moment, that changed my life. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? What I said was immature and foolish. I do trust him. Mm-hmm. And so in these spaces of abandon and vulnerability, uh, one last thing, we, we'll wrap it up here. One last thing that is just so great, man. Uh, I'm reading the message, so it's somewhere between 12 and 15. I think it's 15. It says, I'm especially eager that you have all this down in black and white mm-hmm. so that after I die, you'll have it for ready reference. I love that. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to be with you much longer. Aren't we grateful? that he put this in black and white for us, that we, so many centuries later, are looking at the word Silas wrote, Peter wrote, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, helping us, giving us this guide. That's what we're trying to do today. We're trying to help yeah. people with our story and our journey and giving a guide to them. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts? Um, I was just, I actually ended up flipping back to First Peter because uh, in chapter 5 it says, Humble yourselves. Therefore, under God's mighty hand, he may lift you up in due time and yeah. cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And so I was just, I was just thinking about that, man. Like how, how, many, how so many times we think that he doesn't care for us? Like he's, because of some circumstance. Because of some circumstance, yeah. And like why, why are we not trusting him, right? Because we're trusting, are we afraid, what are we afraid? But he cares so much, right? He, he, uh, he wants he wants to carry those things for us. He wants to wants us to trust him. And so I was just thinking, I was just thinking about that. I actually I ended up looking it up because I was like, I know it says somewhere he cares for us. Like I know it. Does. Ding! Turn the page yeah, one page like, back. Oh, right. it was back one page. That's funny. <laughs> so That's yeah, funny. that was just my my final thought on that. Well, why don't you pray us out today? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Father, I thank you for the fact that you you do care. God, you care more than we can imagine. Uh, you we, you care um, in ways that we don't even know um, that you care. And uh, Lord, help us. Help us to actually um, step in and trust you. Um, help us to not be afraid of your power. <laughs> help us to not be afraid of your authority. Um, help us to not be afraid of... Um, the father that you are, because you you are a good father. You are a father that cares, and I and I'm just feeling that in this moment that 
there's somebody who's listening that needs to know that you care for them, that you know every single hair on their head, every single thought that goes through their mind, and and it's not scary. Um, it's actually comforting. So I pray, Lord, for comfort um, in this place, uh, comfort in uh, in trust, comfort and trust and peace. That may it just wash over. Um, those that are listening and praying in this moment that um, he is a he's a father who wants to wrap you, run to you, see you, fight after you, pursue you, um, give everything. He, you are a treasure to him that he finds. Not we find you, but he actually finds us as a treasure, and he wants to give everything, his life for you. And so, Lord, I pray that we can we can accept that and believe that and know it and walk in it because when we walk in that we we can do so much more and we can do so much more for your kingdom because it is inside of us and it's transforming us from the inside out um so help us to not try to do it the other way around and and just tape fruit to ourselves but actually let it come out of us um so lord i i thank you for uh, these guys and um and their their walks that they're able to speak into um, us as we are um, sometimes not knowing where to go. And Lord, you have, uh, just like you did with Peter in the last days of his life, given him this letter to to share and, and express how it's your divine nature that that changes us and, and lives in us. So Lord, I thank you so much. Great name, Jesus. Amen. Yeah, thankful for his uh, great and precious promises, but Really thankful for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Missed Arnick and Jeremy today, but thanks, guys, for being here. Thanks, mm-hmm. everyone, for joining us. Pray it was a blessing to you, and uh, you can find strength and hope and direction and a closer walk with the Lord we love so much. Mm-hmm. Until next time, take care. Mm-hmm.